Game Network presents Planet Side Off the Record. Size really does matter. Hi everybody, welcome back to Planetside Off the Record for episode number five. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, your lead host, and joining me as always is the writer himself and the epic tank driver, Mr. Mike Forney. Yo. Ho ho. <laughs> You're always the most exuberant and vibrant person on the show, I swear. And joining us, as always, is Keth, I now love to snipe gaming. Yeah, hey, what's going on, guys? Mr. I am in the beta now. I, I'm right? Yeah. And loving it. And next on the list is Derek Origin. I can't figure out what I'm going to be doing in Planetside 2 McClure. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? It's going. We have another show for you guys today, and let's see how things go. we got a lot to talk about. I want to give you guys all a pre-warning that we are going to be complaining about some things, but I want everyone to remember this is just a beta. We're com- we're basically griping, but yet trying to gripe constructively in order to help the beta along. This is not how the game's going to be when it is launched. I want everyone to remember that. What you're playing right now is not what's going to be exactly on the actual launch. Hopefully... Most everything is going to be fixed. We are still in closed beta. All right. Our sponsor for today is Tweaked Audio. TweakedAudio.com provides the most, the best earbuds on the market, hands down, for the best price that you can find them. Go to TweakedAudio.com and put in the, the code off the record at checkout for 30% off your entire order. So they, not only were they originally some of the best and cheapest you can get, they're even cheaper now. So go check them out, guys. They are awesome. I use them all the time. All right. Our gameplay this week is has, I'm pretty sure, been quite interesting. But since Mike doesn't have any notes on the subject, I'm going to go to him first. Yeah. I played a little bit, and I just have to say that I can't hit anything with my gun anymore. <laughs> it was really kind of pissing me off. <laughs> Have you huh? tried like using the scope and and the sights and stuff? Because like no, if you're just, I decided like, not to try that. I I just want to blind fire everything. Of course, I was okay, using the scope and the sights. <laughs> I was just checking. If I could reach through this computer and slap you, I would. But I'm I got not that good. I'm just saying. <laughs> and then the one of the other bugs that I seemed to run into all week was the second my shields ran out, I died. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But it seems to be a, a new thing recently. You know, we're we're going to get into that on our key talking point after our in-game. There's uh, a couple things that they changed on Sunday that put a huge effect on the venue in a very negative way. So we're going to get into that in a little bit. Anything else, Mike? Is there any epic stories in-game, or is it just the fact that you were dying repeatedly? I was just dying repeatedly this week. I don't have no epic stories. Um, <clears throat> my week was entertaining, to say the least. I did rage quit on Monday night. I did have some interesting encounters during that night, though. 
especially with my bursters on my Mac suit, which I am in love with. For some reason, if I knew we only had 3% of the entire map owned, and 1% of that was right in front of the TR base. And there was miles upon miles of TR territory between us, between their, their warp gate and ours. And for some reason, we held that one, and we had 200 people in that little tiny base right at their warp gate. I went into my burster, and but by the time before I got killed and they overran us, I took out myself alone. I had 12 kills of aircraft, three galaxies, three liberators, and the rest were mosquitoes. Not including all the assists I had, which were a lot more than that. So I went through, we had engineers behind us constantly refilling our ammo. I probably refilled my ammo a good dozen times during that process before too many tanks rolled in and killed us all. That was insane. But after that, it got it went downhill from there. So I started out that day at um, literally 13 and 1. And by the time the day was done, I was 14 and 32. Wow. Wow. It got, it went bad really quick. And we're going to get into, like I said, we're getting that during the uh, key talking point, but there's a reason why. And let's just say that during that process, I felt like I was running around naked with a BB gun. <laughs> That's exactly how it felt, except for even in Max suit. The only time that I, I actually got a really good playtime during that was when I was doing the dual bursters on my Max. That was it. And then today I played some more. And I well, also on um, Tuesday, I got a little bit of time in. I played as uh, NC, and I did TR as well to test the theory. Again, something I'll get into later. And I got to tell you, man, those those Reavers are completely BA. They're by far the most powerful aircraft on the in the air right out of the gate. The Venu uh, machine gun on on there on the Scythe, or I'm sorry, as I was corrected in the email, the Scythe. Oh, thank God, somebody corrected you on that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a bad habit. The Scythe, I was, uh, I know how to pronounce it. I know what the actual name is, but yeah, you know, you get those speech impediments periodically. Um, the Scythe machine gun at, at default is god awful. It's slow, you can't hardly hit anything moving, and the damage ratio from it is, is horrible. But, um, yeah, there was pretty crazy flying around a reaver and just destroying everything in sight. Uh, other than that, I had another great morning today with uh, the dual bursters on my Mac suit. That and the um, the comets, which are the uh, rocket launchers for the venue. I destroyed two tanks with that today. That was fun. Again, holding down one little base when we owned—I think we owned twelve percent of the map today. But that was That's my been happening a lot. Yeah, and especially since they did the changes to the venue, mm-hmm. it's been happening yep. a lot. Our, uh, we've lost a lot of people too. We were yeah. at, when I got on this morning, we were at twenty-three percent. Yeah, we were at twenty-six percent when I was on. Yeah, I think that's a that's an issue with you know with betas, especially because people. Uh, you know, people that aren't there to actually beta test, people that are there to just play the game before everybody else, they just want to be the best. They want to, you know, they're like, like, oh, well, this these guys suck, so I'm going to go play something else. Like, they don't care, you know, about anything because it's beta. You're going to have wipes. There's no reason to stick with your character. Correct. So, you know, I'm hoping that changes once it, once it goes live. Well, I look at... 
the beta test, for one, I am testing the game. I want to do my part to help make this game the best game it could be when it launches. But two, so I can get to know the game myself and know what I want to do out of the gate when the game launches. Right now, I'm just doing everything, having fun, trying different things out, testing everything. Yeah, and and that's what a beta test is for, is testing, you know, and, and especially in reporting bugs and stuff like that and going, hey, you know what, the Vanu is underpowered or, or whatever, you know, and getting the information. But, you know, I have a, a character on each different uh What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Faction? Corporation or whatever. Faction, yeah. Faction, there we go. Couldn't think of that for some reason. Faction. Um, you know, so I have one on each faction because I want to test what it is. And, you know, and I want to see, you know, how is this against this? How's this against this? And that's that's what I'm testing. And that's what beta is for. But, you know, a lot of people that are getting these beta codes, especially now that they're allowing people to buy into the beta... You know, they're specifically there just because, oh, I want to play Pun- uh, Planet Side 2 before everybody else. They should give you bonus cert points for how many times you, you actually report an, an active and real ba- uh, bug in the game. Yeah. If that was the case, I would have a lot of them. I've reported, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I've, I've reported eight bugs so far. I remember that one, Derek, when we were playing with Cashby, and we found those floating, um, the railing on, on top yes. of that base were floating about 50 feet above the where they should have been. Right. I remember there was one bug where I was crashed down in my Mac suit on a staircase and I was going, I was moving backwards trying to get into the corner and it dropped me behind the staircase. So I was sitting there behind the staircase gunning everything else that was moving. They could hardly see me. Oh, that worked out in your favor. I reported it. That's part of it. I would hate to be that person going into that base, getting capped by a Mac suit that was glitched behind a staircase, you know? Right. So there's two sides of every coin when it comes to beta testing. That's one thing that me and Mike learned when we were professional beta testers. Mm-hmm. you got to approach everything objectively on both sides and make sure that the game is the way it's intended to be. And that's what why I do it. Yeah, you're absolutely 100% right, Kath. You nailed it. And I think if they added like a little in-game bonus right now for reporting bugs, they would see a lot more of it. Yeah. Of course, then you just have people putting in bogus random stuff. It has to be a legitimate bug, though. Yeah, but then in order to be a legitimate bug, they'd actually have to physically go through and check every single one of them. That's true. That's true. It would probably put more work on them in the, in the <laughs> end. All right, fine. Kill my good idea. Well, no, I mean... If, <laughs> in a perfect yeah, world, it's it. a good idea, but the problem is people are douchebags. I'm well, just yeah. saying, if you have 100 people reporting the same bug and you have one person reporting one bug... You know, just di- datum on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about somebody going, ooh, this grass is blowing the wrong way in the wind, or, you know, <laughs> what they feel is a bug. You'd have to yeah. hire people just to physically check every single supposed bug. And there would be a lot of ones that weren't real. There are a lot of bugs in the game, but I got to tell you, from when I was in alpha, <clears throat> the game is a thousand times better than what it was. When they had only about no more than 500 people, period, in one server, and we were focus testing specific bases, the lag issue was atrocious. You got into a fight with more than like four or five people, and you were down to four frames a second. Yeah, you know, speaking of lag, it isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, you know, and, and I've been in some pretty big battles. 
you know, oh, they with, fixed it, with it. at least a hundred people there, you know, so it, it, it's been a relatively big battle and I haven't lagged a bit. Yeah. They've, they've fixed it completely. When they started actually inviting all the, uh, the, ex- the early access beta keys, that's when they really fixed that, that problem. And when I was playing, we didn't have any cert points. There was no, any additional weapons available for anything. Um, it was just play testing. They didn't even have uh, the uh, implants. Yeah, that dates. That that shows how long I've been playing plants. I do, and I love it every minute of it. I was so excited to get into the alpha. I didn't care if if things weren't unlocked. I didn't care at all. I just wanted to try it. Uh, okay, Derek, what was your week? My week was uh very nice. I have like four really epic stories. Uh, one, it was involving a glitch. I fell down. On the side of up at the venue archives, mm-hmm. I, I fell down in a hole on the side of the mountain. Not sure how, so I was stuck there, and I had I, I got both my bursters now, and uh, nice. I got those. And the new conglomerate kept on trying to come over and take the base, and I kept blowing their galaxies out of the air, and nobody could find me. <laughs> it was it was so much fun. You glitch cheater. And then finally, I was getting swarmed. Uh, people were working their way around to get me. There was like, I mean, there was like 20 people trying to shoot me. And uh, so I didn't give them the satisfaction of the kill. I just turned around and started shooting the wall and uh, killed myself. Nice. So I denied them. Uh, another one was in my max suit. I had a sniper shooting at me from the same position. They were up on the venue archives. I was down the field. I kept running from uh, rock to rock. Had me down to like one health. I hit the jump pad, and as I was in the air, I shot him and killed him as I landed with with my bursters. So I was feeling like a you know a badass at that point. A complete ba. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and the other one was with uh with the mac uh the heavy assault. Uh, same thing with the galaxy. I just um I was in my max and I was like shooting everybody but those uh, we're just getting overwhelmed so uh when i respawned i went heavy assault got the rocket launcher out came out um shot two galaxies down with the with that rocket launcher yeah that rocket launcher stinks scope on that thing yeah the scope i missed they have to land i mean you're not going to hit them if they're moving at all i mean they had just landed i went out there i popped both of them i ran back in got my max suit Yeah, I missed the scope on that thing. It was so awesome with the scope. Now it's hard to hit anything. Mm-hmm. What I love doing is hanging out by a max by a, a, a enemy galaxy as a max with the dual machine guns. Yes, just picking off everything that comes out of it. <laughs> it's mean, but it's still fun because they can't spawn anymore with with a max suit. So you just take them off like they were butter. That hasn't been as bad as I thought. Uh, there's only been like one instance where that's really. Uh, hindered me at all, but usually I just, you know, uh, respawn, run straight to the, uh, the console and pop back in my Mac suit. Yeah. There's not a cooldown yet. Yet. Yeah. Yet. There yeah. will be. <laughs> uh, I'm enjoying it while there's not. <laughs> and, uh, I ran around a lot with Reg this week. Um, he went engineer for a little bit and, well, you're talking about feeling like a BA, like you were talking about. You can just sit there and just mow people down and never had to worry about anything. Yeah. With an engineer support? In a max yeah. suit? That's crazy. That's like the biggest combination in the game right now. So I had an eventful week. I played with Reg for a brief period, 
I believe it was Monday night, I flew a Liberator, and he was my belly gunner. We we could not find a tail gunner to save our life. We did okay, and then we took, just got too much fire, and it was just crazy. I tried not to make him, you know, sick, like I do a lot of people when I'm flying the Liberator. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was good times. Kath, what about you? Oh, my God. So, well, let me say this weekend, at any rate, because Tuesday happened, and a certain game came out, and I've been playing that nonstop for the past, like, two days. Welcome to the club. But this weekend, you know, finally got into beta. You know, thank you, Widget. Oh, my God, this thing is awesome. Having way too much fun. So, I specifically said, I'm going to be a sniper, you know, like... We played after the show... Last week, I could have swore you're going to quit the show. Oh, so okay. Well, <laughs> and, and that's something I want to talk about, but I'm going to save that for okay. our uh, noob tips. Okay, you know, because I I could do an entire podcast on sniping. Um, but like my big event in the week was, I was I was hanging out in the biodome. Polly Shore was there, and we were all just chilling, talking, <laughs> and then. Wow, two people laughed. I, w- I was hoping for all three. So at any rate... I don't laugh. It was Especially kind of a lame short. comment. All right, I'll give it to you. So at any rate, so I- I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I got to get out of here because I need to go over to another area and, and uh, you know, I'm going to try one of those sites, which, can I just say I'm not good at vehicles? Not at all. <laughs> like, I'm, a- I'm a- having issues, especially with planes. Oh, but they're, they're tough to fly. That they are like I don't know what I'm doing wrong because usually I'm all over it, but in this game for some reason I can't fly worth a crap. But at any rate, so I'm like I'm gonna grab a scythe, I'm gonna take off, I'm gonna get over here where I want to be. As I'm literally, I have just gotten in, I'm just taking off the little landing pad thing there, and a enemy galaxy flies right in front of the landing pad. Like, I don't even have time to stop to pull the trigger on the gun. Nothing. Slam right into it. I go 11 and 1. <laughs> I took out the galaxy, you know, by kamikaze into the thing, and it wasn't, it wasn't intentional. It, you know, it just happened to fly right in my flight path as I was taking off. It was epic. That was pretty awesome. So I wish I, from now on, I need to be doing, uh, I need to have fraps up with it, you know, recording the previous 30 seconds thing, mm-hmm. because that was the coolest thing I have seen thus far in the game. <laughs> you know, there's, there's something else that was actually concerning me when I was thinking about it. The uh, cooldowns for the aircraft are quite large, like we all know, and I was thinking about it, it's like, you really cannot be a full-time pilot until you're at least battle rank 15. That's when you're able to get the implant to cut it down to five minutes. Yep. Otherwise, you're going to be waiting 30 minutes to fly. I don't care who you are. No one flies for more than 30 minutes in the air. You don't survive long enough unless you're hovering over your your, uh, warp gate. And if you're Van Nu hovering over your warp gate, you're still going to get gunned down. I don't know. I you know I agree with Reg in the in the chat room. There's there's a lot of vehicles and a lot of max suits from what I've seen so far in the beta, and to me that seems kind of extreme. Like it it, it shouldn't be that easy to get a vehicle and get on the field. I agree with that because you know, and that's the thing. And and again, Reg is saying exactly what I'm talking about in the chat room. He. You know, I literally am sniping all day, and 
you know, it, it's impossible to snipe max suits and tanks and everything else. And so that's a huge issue because if there's nobody else to shoot at, all I've got is tanks and max suits. What the heck? There's a thing that you guys are, there's a few points you're missing out on this. Um, for one, that's what Planet Side is built around is the vehicle combat. That's the, one of the big key factors of it. Vehicles can't go everywhere, though. That's another huge factor. They can't cap, but maybe a couple bases. Um, but there are ways that people have not yet experimented with and played with to be, and they haven't really fully unlocked in the game, where it's easy to take out um, aircraft and it's easy to take out tanks as a ground unit, almost any ground unit. It's called C4. It's called Claymores. Those can destroy any vehicle. And a lot of people don't use them because they haven't really fully fleshed them out in the game yet, but they will. Now, the ability to spawn those weapons is a part of the story of, of, the, of or the vehicles. Is this part of the story of Planet Side and the futuristic feel of it? The ability to, to spawn them re- directly. Um, however, there are massive, massive cooldowns. And if you put, if you're battle rank 15, battle rank 20, then yeah, you d- you've deserved to be able to get them down to five minutes where you can constantly spawn them. However, the other factor is you have a cap of 750 um, points that you can earn for vehicles. And each vehicle takes between 200 to 300 of those resources. So even if you have them five minutes, you go you get gunned down a lot. Like for instance, I'm flying a scythe. I go out there for five, ten minutes. I'm gunning things down. I go get another one. I can only do three of them before I have no n- not enough resources anymore, and I'm going to have to wait to get more resources in order to get another one. So it's not just the amount of vehicles you're seeing, it's the amount of players you're seeing, because there are thousands. I've logged into Planetside 2 and saw 400 or 4,500 people on one continent on our server. So you're going to well, see maybe a lot that's, of vehicles. You know, maybe that's the issue then, but it just it, it seems to me like there's just too much vehicle combat. You know, it's like, for me as a sniper, I have a sniper rifle. And C4 is great and everything, but it's one of those things where it's like, what am I supposed to do if everybody's in a vehicle? I can't snipe a tank. You that's know, as much as I'd love work, to be able to do that. That's when you do something else. And the thing is, this is, this game's heavily based on the squad dynamic. So you have people that are des- are designated to take out tanks and things like that. In your case, like in my squads, I like to get a good balance of people in there. A good sniper always have to have in my squad. Because we have a lot of sniper issues that we run into. Snipers are anti-snipers. <laughs> That's their key role. Um, it's weird and kind of redundant, but it's true. We have, like today, I was I was fighting my max suit, doing bursters. I had five snipers pinging at me. Mind you, they don't do much damage, but when you have five snipers that are TR that have a freaking semi-automatic sniper rifle that is pelting me, I can't live long. I needed another sniper to take those other snipers out. Yeah. They're, the sniper is a heavy support role. Um, every class has their designated way they do things. There's, every class has different ways of taking out different objectives. And what you are seeing is the fact you're seeing a lot of different people. For instance, we're, we play via the Venue Sovereignty. We are right now currently less than anybody else by a lot. So you're seeing a massive amount of people that are spawning periodic vehicles. And those vehicles are large. They're large, they're in charge, they're, they're powerful. So we, you get more than like five or six on the field. It seems like a lot, but yet you're not looking at the fact that they probably have 30 people on the ground inside their base or in a nearby base. Yeah. So the balance from what I've seen is actually very good for the way the game's designed to be. I haven't personally seen 
any reason to think that it's too easy or they've overpowered it or there's just too many. I haven't seen that. You know, it, it doesn't bother me, the ground units. Uh, that's fine because with the the ground combat, you have chokes you can manage with squads. It's that air combat. There's just too much that, you know, you can just come in and overwhelm anybody. No matter what you do, you're, you'll get overwhelmed and you get taken over. And, and right that, now, this that's is, not tactical. And that's, yeah. that's the part I don't like. Yeah, that's that's true. I've seen bases where you've got like five or six galaxies landing at once and it's you know, that that's more than a squad, that's more than a platoon. You know, like I've been in the military, it doesn't make sense to have that many pilots. Well you know, guys, it, we'll have to continue this conversation later. This is actually Mike made a good point really quick here. This is a good point to put in the balancing of our special talk. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know. So was there any other things that you did in game, Kath? Uh, well, yeah, but it, well, like I said, a, a lot of the sniping okay. stuff I want to talk about a little bit later when we uh, get into noob tips, because I got a ton of tips for sniping. All right, we're going to go ahead and get on to our, our key talking point today. Our key talking point is balancing issues in beta. They are going to occur, and they're going to occur often in beta, because that's what part of beta is to test things out um what they did on sunday was they i want to say they said they they balanced out guns better and a big focus on the venue a huge focus on the venue i was excited thinking oh they probably fixed finally the the weapon issues with venue unfortunately they made them a lot worse this is where running around naked with a bb gun came into effect is the fact that i was doing heavy assault trying it out different weapons and the heavy assault uh, main gun is notoriously awful when it comes to the, for instance, the weapon kick. When you fire that gun, you get one round that's on a straight line, but then your other five rounds are about 50 feet in the air. Mm-hmm. The kick is notoriously bad. I don't care if you have a front grip. You don't see an effect with a front grip at all. It doesn't change a thing. The suppressor doesn't change a thing. It's still going to shoot 50 feet in the air. When I was playing <clears throat> as a venue sniper on Sunday, one thing that really got me upset was I was sniping people at a base. We were getting overrun nonstop. We owned 3% of the map. It was completely bad. The reason is is that we couldn't hit anybody. Um, I went one-on-one with a medic as a heavy assault and got owned. I hit him maybe three times with three bullets before I was done. On the plus side of this, though, I'm going to get back to my actually my previous story really quick. I was a sniper, and I was trying to take out a heavy assault for TR. And it was literally, I would say, a good two miles in-game apart. He beat me in a sniper war with a heavy assault machine gun. The yeah, accuracy that's a, of that gun that's a is serious sick. issue. It's a big, big problem. The TR heavy heavy assault are the most devastating field units on the game right now. You can't go up to them even against them with a the max. You can't beat them. You got to be and very I'm still huh? I'm sorry. I'm still learning the TR, those are the blue and yellow guys, right? Those are the guys with the no. bolt action sniper rifle. That's the new conglomerate. The TR, TR red. are the red and black. Okay, then the other guys, the new conglomerate, those guys, their snipers are overpowered. They they have a well yeah, they're a single action Sniper rifle. They don't have the semi-automatic like the Venue or the TR have. They have one shot, reload, one shot, reload. But they are yeah, insanely need. powerful. 
Yeah, I mean, one shot, who cares if you have to reload? You're going to the next target anyway. Unless you're a, a, a max suit, then you just laugh it off. <clears throat> yeah, I just know that, you know, I was, I was playing Infiltrator, and, I mean, I feel like I'm I'm not getting any kind of rewards because I think I'm doing pretty good. I, I got it down. I learned how to breathe uh, or hold my breath. Uh, thanks, Reg. And uh, so I'm, like, hitting these people, like, three times with a sniper gun. They're running around, you know, constantly trying to dodge me. So I think I've done something really good. I end up getting killed anyway, and they don't. I've been up against NC a lot lately, and I really have not seen an issue of overpowered with them. They seem about right for what their plan was to me. What the uh, in the previous game with the NC two, their sniper rifles at least they were all the same in the previous game. Um, heavy assault, it took two kills, two shots to kill them with any with any rifle, and then you could one shot kill any of the other classes that were less. So I'm assuming that's probably what they're working for later on. So with the MC rifle, more than likely it'll take two shots to kill like a heaviest assault, but then they should be able to one-shot kill pretty much anybody else. Well, the initial design right now is they're doing it a lot differently than they did with Plants I Want in terms of power. Like they said, the NC are the most powerful. They're, they're one-hit wonders. That's what they're designed to be. But they're very slow shooting. I've played an NC. It is a very slow sniper rifle. It really, really is. And you can take one shot. If you miss that shot, you've got to make sure you're moving if they find you. Because they're going to take you out. You have to be a really good shot to be an NC sniper. Um, See, and, and that's where I'm kind of having an issue because, you know, like, for example, they are a bolt action, and you actually have to get out of your uh, zoomed in, you know, when you're looking down the scope mm-hmm. to change something, and that to me is a problem. Like, I'm fine with a reload time. I'm fine with it even moving your your rifle around while you're doing it. But the fact that I have to completely come out of my scope, that's not real. Like, that's an issue to me. You know, I, and I realize this game isn't supposed to be a Twitch shooter. It's not supposed to be designed to be the realest game ever. But that kind of bothered me when I was playing on their side. I never had an issue with that, honestly. I haven't either. Well, see, when I was playing on their side, I'd take the shot, and then I'd still be looking down the scope, because obviously I want to see if I hit my target, and then my target would die. And then I'm like, okay, next target, and I go to fire, and it's like, you're empty. And so then it would take me completely out of the scope, reload, and then I'd go back in. I may or may not have had a a lot of experience in real life as a sniper, may or may not have, but um, to me, I, I still don't have an issue with it. See, and I have an issue with that because when I'm shooting a rifle, whether it has a scope or iron sights mm-hmm. or anything, on a bolt action, I don't have to move that much to where I completely come out of my scope. I can use a bolt and still be looking down my scope at a target. I think, yeah, I know that makes sense, Kath. It, it does make sense completely. However, it, if they did that, it would cause a, a balancing issue, I think. If you look at the power of the of that bolt rifle, well, and like I said, I don't mind it taking time to do. I don't mind it, you know, if it moves your sights all over the place. I don't mind, but the fact that I have to completely back out of them kind of bothers me. Uh, Reg made a good point actually. He said that one thing: sniper invisibility should auto toggle off when you shoot. Yeah, that's so another that, issue. Yeah, I that's agree. Something I, completely. I completely agree with on that. That is a that is a pain in the ass. <laughs> Excuse my French, but it is. Um, uh, I would disagree with that one. 
Okay. I'm just because, I mean, wouldn't you just become too overpowered because you could just go invisible, ramp right behind somebody, pull your gun and shoot them. You became visible. They'll never see you. I mean, you at least have to make the effort to hit your F button. That's a to good point. come out to hit them because if not, I mean that you'd be calling unfairness pretty quickly on that one. That's a good point, actually. Mike, do you have anything to say on the sniper issue? No, I stopped playing sniper after the first week. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, it's just that right now the venue guns are pathetic, completely pathetic. I, I'm, the one time I did do good with a heavy assault after the change is I was crouched in a bush. And the NC that was coming into our base to try to cap it never saw me, so I loaded in about four shot or f- five or six shots into him and killed him. But then I died instantly by an engineer right behind me. Um, right now, there's a big problem with the venue armor, a huge problem. I heard it all over the game, all over the forums, that it's, it feels kind of like the venue do not have armor at all right now. Completely agree with that. Yeah, I was it's having true. so many problems <clears throat> last week where I'd see my shield go down, and the second my shield would reach zero, I'd be dead. My health would never take a hit. Yeah, that uh, I've noticed that right too. The, the few times that I've switched out to other classes besides my sniper, you know, and I understand that snipers are supposed to be glass cannons, but yeah, switching out to like a heavy assault, like even when I do that little shield thing, uh, it it. Seems that I'm just getting destroyed. Yeah, it's the venue, or, or that's why we're having a lot of issues with um, people leaving that class or that that faction is because they're just getting destroyed. But you see, I'm still a tester and I'm still loyal to them, so I'm gonna continue playing venue because I know they're gonna fix it. This is still beta. Yeah, and that, and the fixes know, and, come rapidly. With everything we've said, we need to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. They need yeah, to dumb but- down the TR a little bit, and they need to bring up the venue a lot. Now I was thinking about our- the venue, uh, the infiltrator. You know, I'm frustrated now because it takes so many shots, but then I'll look at the certs that are not open to even try out yet. And, you know, I know leveling up the, uh, you know, the ammunition, maybe they'll take care of that. Yeah. Because, I mean, if I could just, I mean, I'll even take three shots, but after three, I mean, you're not going to hit nobody. It's, it's again, this is the main reason why they're doing all this testing. This is a very, very large game. Everything about yeah. the game is large. The concept, the play, everything. The class system, the vehicles. So they need a lot of people in there testing it and balancing it. They cannot do it in staff. If they did it all in-house in staff, they'd have a staff of about 3,000 people they're paying weekly. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, oh, I, w- I was just going to mention on the sniping issue that hitboxes need to come into play because... If I shoot somebody in the real world, so can we all agree that a twenty-two in real life is one of the weakest guns ever? Well, yeah, it's a pea shooter. Barely, okay. barely more than a BB gun. If I shoot you in the face with a twenty-two, you will die. If I shoot you in the chest with a twenty-two, especially if you're wearing some form of armor, you're going to be fine. Well, not so that's that's kind of where I have the, the issue is where if I'm getting actual headshots. People need to die. Like that that's my biggest problem is I've, got, I've had it, to take two or three headshots with my rifle in order to kill somebody and I'm like, that's not right. In order for balancing and the way they 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 do the hitboxes in the game and the, the whole armor and hit point ratio, this is an MMO. So you do have hidden hit points on your character. Um what they do is they give you triple damage for making a headshot. It's never gonna be an instant kill in the game. 
See, and that to me, to me, that makes a hundred percent sense. Well, they have helmets on. If you have a spray and pray that is constantly hitting the head of everybody that comes in, they're constantly dying without a shadow of doubt going into a base. You're going to get a lot more people complaining and griping than anything. With a game yeah. like this and an MMO scale, you cannot have a one hit kill on a headshot. You can't do it. I don't know. Maybe like maybe they need to buff the weapon damage then to where the rifle that we're actually using at three times damage. They kills. need to fix a lot of things for the venue. Um, the kick issue is gigantic, especially with the heavy assault for venue is 100% worthless. 100% worthless. Even the okay. rocket launcher is pointless because how the the um, way the rocket degrades on flight is bad. Hmm. We we lob little projectiles at. The aiming sites are bad. They're all they're off. It's not even a proper aiming site for the the venue rocket launcher. You need an actual with the way that the, it lobs. You need a you need a um, a grenade launcher iron sight. You know with the multi adjust. Yeah. They don't have it. It's a single. It's a single target iron sight. And with the rocket launcher, that doesn't really work when it's a lobbing projectile. Yeah. That needs to be I, fixed. I agree. They're mostly worthless, but there's. They have one good uh, purpose, which I will give in my new noob tip. Okay, that sounds good. Um, the you it, they're great for close range, from what I can see, but only if you can survive it. With the problem right now of a new being paper targets, that's where I have an issue. But um, the the assault rifle it jumps so high. I put a scope on it thinking that maybe that'll fix the issue. No, I have one bullet, and the how weak that gun is compared to the other two heavy assault machine guns, it's not worth it. That one bullet does nothing. And I thought maybe it's just me, so I tried to balance it with my mouse and shoot low and let it climb high. Where I was shooting at their feet with the first bullet, and the second bullet was over their head. Yeah, that's that's kind of an issue. That's something that needs to be fixed. They need to increase the weapon damage for Venu all across the board. They need to decrease the weapon damage across the board for the TR. Um, NC, from what I've been seeing, are pretty much right on par. I like how they are. They're they're good. Um, I, I played, like I said, all three factions this week to, to get a feel for them. And being a heavy assault TR, I felt like I was better than a max. It, I was you are better than a max. So, and when I play as a, a heavy assault for NC... I feel like I have a good balance in that. The gun hits hard, but it's slow as dirt. Um, but it has less of a. Every one of those has a lot. Have half the kick of what the VR do, or the Venue Sovereignty does. It's it's bad. Yeah, which doesn't make sense because, again, in real life, things with a higher caliber have a higher kick. It's a laser gun. It shouldn't have hardly any kick. Well, that's true too. No, I, I think it should have no kick. I mean, if they should, you know. Get more realistic. Maybe give us like some heat issues or something. You but know what not... they could do to fix this problem with Venu? Seriously, screw increasing our weapon damage. Take away our kick. We're using laser weaponry that's supposed to be from the future, right? For alien technology. Come on, take away our kick, and it doesn't matter how weak we are because we're going to be able to hit more. So that's yeah. where your balance comes in. That makes sense. I like that. Let's do that. Yeah, get on it, Sony. <laughs> yeah. Because Widget said so. <laughs> I used to be a game designer. Uh, <laughs> I know that one thing that they do in beta testing, we used to do that in games, is we would um, purposely 
you know, if something was overpowered, we found it to be overpowered, we would nerf it to the ground and test it on that end to see if we can find out where the middle ground is. So I think that's yeah. kind of where they're getting with this. They're, they're like, for instance, the Scythe when it was first in beta was the most overpowered vehicle in the entire game. Period. The maneuverability of it, the power of it was ridiculous. So they nerfed it to the ground. And they brought it up a little bit more. And they're going to bring it up a little bit more in step until they figure out where that balance is. And I think that that could be something that they're doing right now. And that might be. you know. And, and I don't pretend, uh, pretend to be a game designer. You know, it doesn't make... I, I have no experience with it. So, you know, is all these points that I'm trying to make obviously come with no experience on their side of stuff. So I'm just... At this point, I kind of feel like I'm just randomly crying. <laughs> One of the last key key things I want to talk about um, is right now because in beta, you if you're if you're underpopulated, you don't get the bonuses yet, the five fifteen percent to XP and resource gains. So right now, was the reason the the venue are losing a lot of people is we're gaining hardly any resources at all. I put in six hours of game time. I went up 400 Araxium. Because we don't own any bases. Plain and simple. And the TR and the and the um, new conglomerate are getting all these hyped up weapons because they're getting all the resources. So when keep in mind that when the game launches, when there's that kind of issue, we're going to get bonuses and boosts, so it won't be that big of a problem. But right now in beta, it's going to be because that's not unlocked yet or not in use. And the fact we only have one continent we're fighting for, not three. Anything else you guys want to say on this before we move on? All right, so you think we got it, Mike? Yeah, I think we're good. All right, then. We're going to move on to our next part. All right, we're going to get into our noob guide to Plan Side 2. What we're going to do now is we're going to each... We're going to try doing this from now on. Because each one of us are going to try to come up with some kind of tip for the new player of Plan Side 2 each week. Mine is pretty simple. It's the max. I do a lot of maxing, <laughs> and I gotta say that the dual the dual bursters, bones all done. All right, moving on. Um, I have not really seen too much of a great reason to not dual wield specific weapons in the game. Uh, doing one on one, one hand like a comet, one hand burster, it's okay, but you're never gonna get you're never gonna be highly effective unless you're with a lot of other maxes doing the same thing. So it's a good idea to, to just do dual max loadouts or dual dual weapon loadouts for a max. Um, it's ex- when you're doing the bursters, it's, it's very important to have a clear high ground advantage. Uh, that way you can have a clear view of the sky. You don't want to be covered in trees, things like that, because your bursts are going to just hit the trees and, and do nothing. But one thing you want to make sure, it's all about placement when you're a max, especially when you're doing burster, because you're not going to be running around a lot, is to make sure you have... The high ground, for one, or open area where you can get a clear view of the sky, but also to be within range, within sprint distance of cover, whether it be a base underneath a, a, a slew of trees, things like that. That way you can get out of out of the area quickly, especially if you have a, a reaver or a scythe or a mosquito coming at you with hellfire missiles, you're not going to last long. So you got to get out of there. Um, the sprint, when it comes to the special ability of a max suit, is a sprint. Uh, a lot of people think it's it's not very useful because they don't haven't really realized how to use it. The sprint has a very tactical advantage depending on what you are doing. For when it comes to like a comet or anti tank or anti air, it's a great way to retreat. 
to get out of way. Because you can't take those hits from missiles very well. So the best thing to do is to use that as a retreat advantage. When you're dual machine gun or flamethrower, it's a great way to get in closer to your opponents. If they're hiding behind rocks or, or, under, or behind a, a base or an advantage point, use that sprint to get around the corner quickly. Because as soon as you're done sprinting, you're able to shoot. Unlike when you're trying to run, you have to wait a few seconds before you're able to start shooting again. So you use that sprint to cover that gap quickly. Get behind your opponent and start gunning him down. Alrighty then, that was my tip. Mike, what about you? Um, don't try to run behind the Sunderer and spam E to try to get into it. Bad idea. Because <laughs> then they throw the thing in reverse and you get smushed. And yeah. you die. Don't ever be behind a vehicle or underneath so, it when it's Okay, behind. now seriously. Um, uh, when driving any kind of vehicle, like a tank or an airplane or anything... Uh, hitting the E key is a bad idea. Even accidentally, you could run yourself over. Uh, if you do it while you're flying and you don't have a jetpack, you will become roadkill. A pancake. Uh, <laughs> any other words you guys can think of? Dead. Pretty much dead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Splattered really across all surfaces. Yeah. If you're really thinking about considering doing vehicles, remapping your E key to something else. The, the uh, exit vehicle key. That's put a really good idea. Cause I, put it somewhere I, where you're not going to hit it. <laughs> yeah, every time I go to reload, I automatically hit my E key. And the worst thing is, you got a long way to fall, so you got a long time to think of how stupid you are. Yep. <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much that's my tip this week. Just be careful what you're doing with those vehicles. Watch out for your E key. Watch where you're driving. Please don't run over people. I'm so tired of getting run over. It's really that's not that difficult. That's my huge tip. Uh, I agree with that. Alright, speaking of which, Keth, what about yours? Okay. I, I could do an entire podcast and, and me and Arjun just hashed out we're going to do a video together hopefully and get this posted up on the QGN uh, YouTube. Mm -hmm. Sniping is a lifestyle. Okay, it's not just pulling a trigger and killing people. Okay, and, you know, that there's so much more to sniping than just looking down the sights and pulling the trigger. You know, there, there's tons of tips. One of the things, a lot of people, a lot of snipers in particular, like to hide behind cover, and they like to stick their head over because they think that little head that they've got peeked over the wall isn't going to be seen. Trust me when I say it's going to be seen, and when I'm there, it's going to get shot. That's a big red target paint on your forehead. Like it doesn't matter where you are, it doesn't matter how dark you, you know, how dark it is, it doesn't matter how little you think you're actually poking out. When I'm staring at a tree and I see a little circle that pops out next to it, I know what you are, I know what you're doing, and I'm going to kill you. So, instead of standing behind Behind cover, especially at night, stand in front of cover. Let me explain. You want to break up your silhouette. You don't want to be a perfect circle. So if you're standing in front of the tree instead of behind it with your head sticking out, I'm going to look at a tree. I'm going to go, hey, that tree's got different... Uh, I can't think of the word. Roots. 
it, it has different uh, texture. Texture. There you go. Uh, and so because of that, I'm not going to notice the fact that there's different textures on it because I'm just going to glance at it. I'm going to go, it's a tree. It's got all this different stuff on it and keep moving. Whereas if you're standing next to a tree, it's going to be obvious. So think about that. Stand in front of cover, not behind it, especially at night because you want to break up your human silhouette. Another thing. You know, sniping, I, I still have an issue with the fact that the Vanu isn't a one-shot, one-kill when you shoot somebody in the head. That's kind of a problem. But when you start utilizing sniping techniques, you're going to be able to get those multiple shots. Like I said, if they can't see you, they don't know where you're coming from, they're going to get hit, and they're going to suddenly panic, and then they're going to get shot again. So wait for that recoil to drop, because... That's one of your biggest thing. You're going to take your shot, you're going to have that recoil, and then it's going to come back down. You also need to take into account bullet travel time, stuff like that. You take that first shot, especially if you're sniping from a great distance, by the time your recoil is done and goes back to where you were initially, that's when the bullet's going to hit the guy in the head and you can take that second shot. Plus, you need to take into account that human reaction speed takes about a second before they are able to react to something not to mention you add internet and all that kind of stuff you know lag and all that you're going to be able to have that second shot so bear that in mind now as far as recoil goes bear in mind like Arjun said earlier when you're looking down your sights as a sniper as an infiltrator if you press shift your scope stops moving because that's the equivalent of taking a breath so I didn't know that when I first started. I was having huge problems with the fact that my scope was moving all over the place. So press shift, take your shot, let go of shift, let it, let your recoil settle, press shift again, take the second shot. You're going to start killing people. Very good. Can I add one thing to that? Yes. Uh, one thing about snipers is it's, it's natural reaction for people to wait for us. If they know you're out there, and you're shooting at them, they're going to wait for you to stop shooting when they know that you're reloading to come out and look for you. The, it's very it's, it's very much natural instinct for people who are being shot at by a sniper to take cover during the initial barrage and then again wait until the barrage stops when they know they're reloading to come out. So what you need to do as a sniper is to, when you're right before, when you're ready to, to reload, is to hit your, um, your special, your cloak, and, clo- and just... Reload while you're cloaked. That way, when they're coming out to look for you, they won't see you because you're standing, you're still, and all you're doing is reloading. When you're ready to shoot again, uncloak and begin your barrage. That'll oh, absolutely! That that's an amazing tip and something I haven't even thought about. So, you just taught me something. Glad I could help. But yeah, and the other thing is with that cloak thing, cloaking you don't need it when you're when you're in a good hide. But when you're moving, which you should be doing as a sniper, you need to use that cloak. Very good. That's what it's there for. Derek, yours. Okay, first I want to add to Mike's about being ran over by tanks. Um, I've had a lot of experience with that. Um, the mini-map is, can be your best friend. All you got to do is keep, a, keep an ear out, listen, and when you start hearing the hum of a tank, immediately look down at that mini-map. 
and it'll show you where your tanks are, and you just make sure you're moving the opposite way. You can jump over a tank. I've done it several times. I've gotten practice well, on that. I've gone under quite a few. I just run away from them now. <laughs> it's the safest thing to do. But anyway, uh, something I've learned this week was uh, when you're being overrun by, you know, when, like, the NC come in with a bunch of galaxies, and, you know, I'm in my max suit, and I'm just, like, you know, using my bursters, and I'm doing a lot of damage, but then I get taken down. Um, I would come out with my heavy assault, and it's kind of like you were uh, mentioning earlier, I would run up close range because they're already landed on the pad and I would run up close range and I would get a shot off before I'm taken down again. And then I, um, and it's perfect because it'll knock that galaxy out. It'll take a bunch of people out at the same time. Plus they got no way of getting out of there now and they're going to kill you, uh, because you're van new and you're made of paper and, uh, you just respawn again as a heavy and run to the next galaxy. And, I've I've, experience that that has changed the whole dynamic of the fight yeah and you're just one person doing that which you know that's that's a really good thing the honestly though heavy assault no matter what you are is great for close quarter combat as well yeah there's nothing worse than having to go up against a bunch of heavy assault that are holding a base in, in close quarters because even though they have a, a for the venue it's a crazy kick you're still going to get overrun quickly and get taken out quickly oh yeah when i when i'm capping i will I will switch it to my rocket launcher again and just stare at the door. And as soon as someone comes around, I shoot them. And because usually if you got one person coming around that corner, you got three more right behind them to come and take you out. And you can knock out four people at once. Good stuff, guys. Anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. Take that as a no. All right. All right. So we're going to go into our news and we're going to wrap up the show after that. Mike, what is first on our list? All right, first on our list. If you guys are going to SOE Live, they've got some news for you. They're going to have a, a tournament called the Araxis Showdown that uh, basically you will start fresh with a new character, standard issue gear, certifications, and you'll complete, com- complete, compete in qualifying rounds on Thursday and Friday. Uh, the top 18 players will move on, and finally the winner will get paid. Uh, the top spot gets paid 5000 and then it goes down there. The first nine spots get paid. So, you know, make some money. Play in a tournament. Test your real skills. I wish I was going. Yeah, no kidding. Me too. <laughs> They're also doing a live boot camp for it at there. Uh, you'll choose your empire, and you'll join in a live Planet Side 2 boot camp and earn your stripes by getting together a squad of five and going through basic and com- compete complete training exercises to prove what you have, what it takes to win. Uh, first prize for a team is $1,000, so 200 per each member. Nice. So uh, if anybody's going to live, you know, and you're going to, you know, do any of this stuff, send us an email. Let us know how it was, uh, what you did, all that sort of things. We'd love to hear from you. Without a shout out. I missed it. For this. Yeah, I was about I was, to say, I missed it. Where is this at? Vegas. Ooh. And I was going to go, too. It's at the, uh, oh, I can't remember what casino it is. I was going to buy my tickets a month ago. I had we it all ready a, to go, and then I decided last minute not to do it. We need to have a writer, yeah. Joe Bradford, go to it. it. <laughs> he lives in Vegas. Now I'm regretting not going. I wish I was. But moving on, um, they announced earlier this week that at some point this week there will be a character wipe. 
Uh, they said when the update went through, it didn't go through today yet, so I don't know, but they said there is going to be a character wipe soon, and it will not be the last one. So, you know, it's beta, guys. It happens. So if you have, if you've been saving your action points, now's the time to use it. Yep. Like me. Might as well burn through it. They're also at the same time gonna be renaming the servers. So they'll, these are gonna be temporary names as they don't have anything to do with planet side. They just threw some random names in there to have some fun. They, uh, they're trying to actually go away from the west one, east one, east two thing because they feel that everybody's going into the number one server and not going into any of the others. Mm-hmm. It's true. So they're going to rename them. East is going to be Themisto, Lida, and Himalaya. West servers will be Metis, uh, Draste, and Amalthea. And the Europe servers will be Thione, Herse, and Shaldine. Or Shaldine I'm going to tell us right now. We're going to go into probably a U.S. East. I know Mike wants to do Metis. But the problem name. with that is that everyone else is going to do that one too. It's the only name that's actually halfway decent. Um, but I'm telling guys, we should we need to pick one right now so people know what to go in to, to be with us, to join us. Um, so I was thinking probably one of the U.S. East servers. All right, we'll do Himalaya. Himalaya it is. Because Thermisto just sounds stupid. It does. <laughs> Leda is a girl. Yeah. So from now on, we're going to be in Himalaya a second the wipe goes through. So everybody knows. So you'll find the QGN crew at the Himalaya server. Sound good, guys? Sounds good. All right. Works for me. Capture mechanics. Um, They are working on changing the capture mechanics for bases. Uh, I'm not sure when it's going to go into effect, but it is in the near future. Uh, They say the ticket rate will change dramatically depending on what happens during the battle to the adjacent territories. If you have 100% influence on a region, your ticket's will be climbing at the fastest speed possible for that facility outpost, thus making capture of it quite fast. If you start losing territory, then your ticket rate will slow down. Even if you have zero influence, as long as you control a point, your tickets will keep gaining, but at a snail's pace. So they give an example. They say at the Duraka Amp Station, if you have 100% influence on the adjacent territories, it'll take five minutes to capture the base. If you only have 50%, it'll take 10 33%, 33%, 15 minutes, and if you have 0%, it'll take you 45 minutes to cap the base. Now, this so, makes sense. Yeah, so you're going to have to actually make sure you have the adjacent <clears throat> stuff around those big bases. Go capture the little bases. Make sure you're doing everything around there. That actually you know, makes a lot of there's sense. something I don't understand about that. Like when you're capturing those bases, sometimes, you know, I can cap. Sometimes I have to have somebody else with me. I mean, how is there any way to know beforehand? Right now, it's not the uh, capture methods are not 100% in the game. They're not fleshed out yet. Okay. So you're still in beta, so there's still no... Right now, it's not really conclusive. And that's why they're doing these changes, is to get more conclusive with how it'll work. Okay. So what? Uh, see. Um, and then earlier this week, they also announced what they have planned for membership benefits. Or if you want to get a membership to the game instead of using the free-to-play model. Um, these are not set in stone. Uh, the current plan is to have membership affect your character advancements, advancement in three primary ways. Um, each of which will also be available additionally uh, via a boost implant. So you can buy them yourselves for a boost implant. Uh, the first one is a passive cert gain. 
Now, they did take away the passive cert game earlier in the, uh, for offline earlier in the week, but they did say that they are going to put it back in because they had such a, like, huge backlash from that. So, uh, if you actually have a membership, uh, your cert gain is gonna be at a 50% increased rate as that of a free-to-play member. And that is just offline cert gain, not included, uh, what you get when you get experience points. So, you will get it if you're free to play. You'll have a slow offline uh, cert gain, but if you have a membership, you'll get it 50% faster. So, you'll be able to get those weapons. You'll be able to upgrade everything a lot faster. They're also going to give you an automatic experience boost. Members will occur experience at a 50% increased rate as that of anybody else. So, and this will affect the active cert gain because obviously you're getting more experience and you're leveling up a lot faster. You'll also get an automatic resource boost. Members will occur a resource at 50% increased rate. So this will affect the rate at which you can acquire, occur consumables like grenades, spawn beacons, and med kits, as well as vehicle and Araxium unlocks. I like this. Yeah. And then <clears throat> uh, and also, additionally, increased resource pool caps. So the cap won't be the same. As Araxium is uncapped, that doesn't really it. Catalysts, alloys, and polymers is an increased, 100% increase to those pool size. So instead of the 750, you'll actually have a 1500. 1500. I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. guess who's you'll becoming be able to a member? More vehicles. Yeah. Big number. And then um, also, they want to give members will have priority slots in the login queue. So if you get on when there's a crap load of people getting on, you're pretty much guaranteed to get on if you're a member. I'm going to be a member. Guaranteed. So do we know how much this is going to be? No, not yet. Like I said, none of this is set in stone. This is just, uh, if you go to the forums right now, they did a post on this. They're off asking for feedback, and they're just kind of throwing it out there right now to see uh, what everybody's take on it is. And they will change things as it comes along. I, I hope they do. I like the last couple points you talked about. Fine, increase the pool caps. Uh, increase the login queue, you know, I'm fine with that. But the fact that you gain 50% extra resources, I'm and even experience. fine with the 50% experience, but the 50% extra resources, that seems kind of an issue to me because you're going to have somebody like Widget versus me. He's willing to pay, I'm not. Well, here's where it, here's where you're not taken into all accounts again, <laughs> is the fact that the very same thing can be bought on the online store for free-to-play members. You can buy Still, them too on pay-to-play. I don't know. It, it, it kind of bothers me because it seems to me like if you can get... Ex, uh, you'll be able to get vehicles, and it's the same thing that I feel is the problem to- currently. You'll be is- able to get vehicles faster, but not technically the cooldown still goes into effect. Oh, so you'll I didn't just even have, think about that. Yeah, the cooldown's still there. You don't get no okay. cooldowns as a member. You just get more resources. You'll get them faster. Okay. All they're really saying is that the membership plan will pretty much negate the uh, free-to-play aspect of the game. Because you're going to be gaining so much Araxium that you're not going to really need to buy weapons. Well, I wouldn't say that, because look at how hard Araxium is to get right now. A 50% well, increase... Really isn't that much. I would have. So had I was able to save up five thousand. That means I've only saved up seventy five hundred, which I, isn't enough to get anything. I saved up about ten thousand right now. 
So you have 15. Yeah. And how long have you been playing? A week and a half. Two so, jeez, oh, I can't even get that much in a week and a half. I got like 5,000 in like two weeks. <laughs> so I don't really see... To me, I could become a member... I mean, I, I have Stony Cash saved up. I'm going to use that for weapons, of course. I know exactly what weapons I'm going to buy right off the bat. But I'm not going to need to have to spend more money than what I'm paying monthly. Yeah. Because I won't need to buy the boosts. I mean, I'm you. Know, someone in your squad might want to buy the squad boost that they're putting out, but... It, it, it keep in mind also, Kat, this is uh, this is also a, a company. This is a game. Their design is to make money off of it. So you're not no, going to have I... the full free play members getting everything that anyone else is going to get. Yeah, as far I understand. As, as far as price goes, more than likely it's going to be the same as anything else from twelve ninety nine to fourteen ninety nine a month. More like than I said, likely. I, I understand that. I'm just I'm just afraid that you know it, it's going to be a pay to win. Instead of a pay-to-play, like it that's my concern. Win, though, I don't see this how this anywhere could be a, pl- a pay-to-win at all. Because I'm, you can't get anything that you couldn't get on a free-to-play this model. This is the most forgiving yeah. free-to-play model I've ever seen. When it comes to the people who don't want to pay for anything, and you yeah. can still do everything in the game. It's just going to take you longer. Yeah, yeah. there is. Well, you can't get I, a gun. You know, you're not going to get a gun that no one else can get. I mean, most free-to-play games, you have almost everything on, locked up to you. You can only do like very limited amount of things in the game. Uh, this one, it's the full game's unlocked. It's just going to take you a, long, a, a bit, a lot longer to get everything done. Like I said, I, I, I'm just a little concerned about that one. The resource boost. I didn't think about the cooldowns. That make now I'm a little bit more comfortable with that because, like I said, I didn't take into effect that you have cooldowns on being able to buy stuff. But like I said, if you can gain 50% resources better, you're going to have, in, in, in what I'm assuming, again, without seeing this, you know, it's hard to say, but if a bunch of people get together, like an entire squad who is paying to play gets together, they will be able to respawn vehicles faster and, and so on and so forth because they'll have more resources. They'll be able to respawn more of them. Yeah, they'll so they'll be able to spawn more of them. They won't be able to spawn them faster. Yeah, see, and that's that's kind of where I was not thinking about the cooldown. So okay, but look 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 at it from this angle. Um, Joe has been in the beta for like I mean, at the very least a month before I was, probably two. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I am higher level than him now because I've got to play more. Yeah, he hasn't had time. So it's kind of like that. It's kind of like for the people who, you know, you're really not getting an advantage because, like, if he was paying right now and I wasn't, we'd probably be on the same level. Exactly. So it, it's pretty much everybody gets a choice. Do I have enough time or, you know, is my money worth my time? Yeah. But like everybody said, gets the same thing. I mean, there's nothing that's going to be excluded. Like I said, it just... That kind of concerns me a little bit, and so we'll see how it works out. We shall. We're gonna know a lot more. I mean, from everything, everything's pointing to a release by December, some point in December. So we'll see. Yeah. And uh, they also, Sony also has their, um, what is it? Their annual? No, not their annual pass. Their season pass, I think, is what it is, where you pay twenty dollars a month and you get all the Sony games. It's like a subscription to all of them. I just want to do plans so, too. It's only really yeah. Now, for anybody that wants to likes the other games, though, you know, it's actually one of the best deals out right now. Yeah, I mean, they've got a lot of games. All right, 
We have one email we want to get into really quick from Maximus Phoenix. He wrote in saying, Hey guys, here is the beta key I got with my Alpha, Alpha Squad. It is now QGNs to use how you see fit. Thanks, Chris P, a.k.a. Max, the Miss Phoenix. So we have a beta key, and why is this even on the notes, Mike? Um, and that beta key we want to give away to a person who's listening to the show who's not in the beta yet. So what we want you to do is to email us in as to why you want to join, why you want the beta key, why you want to be in the game, and we're going to give that away to someone by next week. So just email in planetsideofftherecord at gmail.com with why you want to play, and we will pick one of those people randomly and give you that beta key. And if we get more beta keys in the email, we'll give out more more than one person. And thanks very much, Maximus, for giving us the beta key. We really appreciate it. So we can hopefully get someone else in there and, and joining us in-game. Anything else you want to say on that? Uh, I think that's a very, um, very nice noble. thing you did. Very noble of you. Yes, sir. All right. Our final thoughts. Um, I can't wait till they fix Venu. I know they will, and I have full faith in it. I just like shooting people. That's all I want to do. Please let me shoot people. Fair enough. Keth? Uh, snipe better. And like I said, we're, we're going to get a video out, hopefully within this next week, and, and show you some techniques and tips to do that. You know, honestly, uh, it comes to do down that. to that with every single class. Is you play smart, you'll play better. This is not one of those. This is not a Modern Warfare three game. You can't just run around gunning and expect to be the best. Not going to happen. All right, and Derek. Uh, not only do I like to shoot people, I like them to fall over dead when I do it. So yeah. I'm just going to keep plugging, knowing that they're going to fix. Or keep plugging, and good things will happen. Yes. Very good. All right, and our iTunes shoutouts. Who do we have normally that says they need to do this? Uh, I did do it, it last week. Cass, you want to do it? I'm all over it. Do it. Hey, from the USA, we got Adam Rowe. We've got Clipset. We've got Mega Dom Joe. I hope I'm pronouncing that Mega right. Adam Mega Joe. Adam Joe. Mega Adam Joe. Okay, apparently I'm the only person that doesn't know that guy. So thank you. He's big. And in our, from the uh, UK, we've got friend. Johnny Morris. Very good. Thank you guys for your five-star review shout-outs. Again, please uh, give it, rate us and, and tell us what you think of the show. Uh, and how to reach us. Mike, I'm going to let you do it this time. How to reach the show. You can reach us at our website at planetsideofftherecord.com or from our main hub at questgamingnetwork.com. Our email address is planetsideofftherecord at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter at planetsideofftherecord. You can also follow us individually. Actually, Joe is at Mike, author. Mike, yes. Our Twitter is PlanetsideOTR. Oh, yeah. When we start over? Let's start over. No, just continue. Okay. Or you can follow us each individually. Joe is at author J.R. Wilson. I am at Insane Hero. That's H I R O. Derek is at Subprota. That's S U B P R O T A. And Keth is at Keth Gaming. You can also see, check out Keth on his YouTube channel at youtube.com slash kethgaming. All right. When we get the Planetside, our, our, our tip videos, which I think is a fantastic idea, Keth, I might have to join in and do some of those myself. How-to videos, if you will. Uh, our channel is simply Quest Gaming Network on YouTube. Go ahead and check it out. We have a bunch of Minecraft videos up right now. So hopefully we'll be getting Planetside ones up there as well. 
Yeah, and uh, speaking of that, I'll you know I'll save a lot of it for the community cast. But I know Dean and I are planning on getting some Borderlands Two videos going on, and and so that that channel is about to explode. We're about to get stuff on that channel. We're just we're slowly working on it. I've been working on you know learning this YouTube thing and stuff like that. So pay attention to that because there's content coming. Alright, Planet Side Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Miller Network. Keep on shooting, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Dos vidanya. See you in game. <laughs>